Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on the show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commission. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Be sure to join me every week as we interview sales leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. We will discuss best practices and ensure that you leave motivated and inspired to take action. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. Catapults Commission's family. What's up, team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapults Commission's podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. Today's guest, Danielle Savalios, comes to us. She's the chief marketing officer at Kelly Roach Coaching. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Catapults Commission's family. We are going to dive into a topic today that I think more of the sales professionals, more of the sales community would benefit from. We're going to talk a little bit about your marketing strategies. We're going to talk about your personal brand. And you're going to get to hear me and uh, and, and me and Danielle debate or have some discussion on the impact of personal branding as a lead magnet for salespeople. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Let I appreciate it. I'm glad to have you here. Let's just jump right into this world of personal branding. So one of the biggest questions that comes on the show um, and, and I, I share this with you. Fun fact. It is 11 a.m. my time. I have had one podcast recording and two client calls, and I've spoken about the impact of personal branding on every call, whether it has been, what are your thoughts? I'm struggling here. Um, so there's definitely a need in this space. So I'd love to hear how can a sales professional or salespreneur build not only just a personal brand, because that's one component, but a personal brand that stands out? Well, I have 8 million thoughts about this, so I will try to condense them all. Um, I, I think in today's world, so there's so many people who really push back against sales specifically online, right? So you're kind of already a little bit swimming upstream when you think about leveraging online platforms to prospect, to generate leads and to sell. And so without a strong personal brand, you just add far more resistance to that stream you're swimming against, right? It is the, it's the thing that's going to turn the sales conversation around for you. It's the thing that gives you immediate credibility and it's what makes the process less, um, pushy or less, you know, uncomfortable for the person on the other end. Because when you build a personal brand effectively, when you build it well, it's built on service, it's built on uh, credibility, and it's built on trust. And as you guys know, there is nothing more important in the sales process than trust. And so if you can establish that before anyone gets on the phone with you, you are 10 steps ahead in the sales process. You know, it's it's funny to hear you say the resistance component, because we have spoken about on this show, resistance is detrimental to the sales process, right? Like every salesperson, if you're viewing like your sales approach is like a battle, like I'm going to convince you to say yes, that's tension filled. You're going to meet with resistance. What you're saying is let's bring the personal brand and let's just eliminate that resistance before you ever jump on that first call. So. 
okay, I understand the concept. How do we do it? I mean, I see, and, and I, I'm going to be disclaimer, catapulting from Stanley. If you dislike what I'm going to say, you can DM me and tell me about it. I'm sure I'll read it. I don't know if I'll respond, but here's the deal. <laughs> I see one specific industry that always pops up with a personal brand and some do it well and some fizzle out or don't do it well. And it's the real estate industry. Like I see realtors popping up with a personal brand every day on my newsfeed. Someone's new. How do we launch or develop a personal brand that is one in alignment with what we're trying to talk about? And two is effective where I'm not viewed as just, Oh, you're just, you're just here for the short term. Yeah. Um, so there's so many schools of thought in this world. And so we use something called the conviction marketing method, which I'm going to break down, but it's important to understand a few things. So number one, most people get wrong, something that is 100% within their control. And the thing that they get wrong when it comes to building a personal brand or any sort of marketing online is they're not consistent. And if you're not consistent, it doesn't matter how incredible your stuff is. People will forget you as soon as you stop showing up. So number one, consistency and frequency are not sexy. They're not fun. They're not exciting, but they're like the magic. They're the secret. They're the, all the things that everybody wants the magic bullet. So that's number one, just kind of, those are the glasses I'm looking through. You got to show up consistently. Number two, we do not live in a world where anyone cares about what you have to say. So you have got to not only create great content, but you've got to learn how to engage with the right people. So if you have the the mindset of, I'm going to build my personal brand and they will come, that is the wrong mindset. You need to build your personal brand and then you need to act like you're in a room networking. If I walked into a networking room, I would dress a certain way. I would show up with probably like business cards or something. I would, I would have something ready. And I would have meaningful conversations. I wouldn't be like, hi, Anthony, my name's Danielle. Do you want to buy my $30,000 program? Of course not. Like none of us would, well, I hope none of us would do that. (laughs) So we need to think through what does that look like when you're online? So that's the second lens I'm looking through. The third lens is if it's a trend, I'm going to tell you it's probably not in your best interest. (laughs) Unless you are an influencer, which I know your audience isn't, unless you're an influencer or you're trying to make it in like a singing career or a dancing career, there is no reason for any respectable business person to be dancing, lip syncing, pointing at nothing. It's just, it's not building the brand. Most people want to build. Again, there is a time and a place if you're product-based, absolutely. But if you are someone who is a real estate agent or a broker and you are trying to build a a database of people who are buying million dollar homes, they don't need to see you pointing around at nothing. That's not what they're looking for. So those are the frameworks I'm looking at. When you look at building your personal brand, there are three levels that you want to include in all of your branding. The first level is how to marketing. This is simple, transactional, informational. Most people stop here. So I don't feel like I need to go in depth in this because I think we all know what this is. This is you, you're a realtor, you're talking about the interest rates going up. You're talking about how to find the right mortgage. You're talking about how to get a better price on your, you know, on your house, how to stage, whatever. It's all the how-to informational content. We see that everywhere. You're talking sales. It's how to improve your close rate, how to prospect better, all that stuff. 
it's wonderful, but people forget those people, right? So if you are telling me how to improve my close rate on a sales call and I'm like, oh, that was really helpful. But then I'm going to go watch the next YouTube video and I'm like, oh, well, that was really helpful. I don't really have a connection to you. I'm not really like, wow, that, that was amazing. I'm just like, oh, thanks for the information. I'm moving on. So the second layer of personal branding is what we call hope marketing. This is where you look at what are the things that stand in the way of people taking action? What are the things that they need to believe? And how can you inspire them? So for my real estate agent, everyone believes right now it is impossible to find a house, right? The market is so bad. Nobody can buy houses. I'm going to have to pay so much more than asking price. And if I, if I even get to make the offer, because sometimes I get to the house and it's already sold. There's this belief system that this process is hard and it is impossible. So how does a realtor combat that? A couple of ways. Number one, they talk about the wins they've gotten. You know what? I just closed three houses for clients that were only $2,000 above asking price, not 80 grand above asking price. That's one level, testimonials. The second level is just inspiring them like, hey, your perfect home is out there. It may take some time. It may take a little effort, but I promise you, I will be the bulldog who finds you what you're looking for. It's inspiring them, right? They have to believe it's possible or they're never going to have a buying conversation. The third level is conviction marketing. So this is where you look at your, your industry, your landscape, and you look at everything that's not right and everything that you do differently and you speak directly to it. Back to my real estate agent. I know a lot of realtors hate Zillow. They hate Zillow with a passion. Why do they hate Zillow with a passion? Because it's undermining the real estate industry. It's causing a whole lot of drama and everybody's got an opinion on it. When you talk about that in your marketing, when you build your brand around that, you become someone who stands out. Now you're different. Now I'm like, wait, I always go to Zillow. Why shouldn't I go to Zillow? Now I'm like bought in. I'm like, all right, well, tell me more. Like, why is this bad? It it connects people at a different level to you. So when you add those three layers, your personal brand doesn't just become transactional, it becomes a connection. So guess what? I might not be buying a house now, but if I see you all the time on my feed and you're teaching me and you're inspiring me and you're like, Zillow sucks, here's why, and here's what I'm doing different. When I'm ready to buy a house, you're top of mind. And I don't have to think like, oh, who am I going to go to? I already know I want to work with you. And so building that brand is layering those different types of marketing all on top of each other. Mm, I, whoa. Let's, let's, let's pause there. Oh my goodness, Danielle. Catapult Commission's family. If you are like me, you need to pause, rewind, take notes, listen to this again, 2X the speed, whatever you need to do, get the points. And we're going to, we'll reframe them. There's that three-part component. How to marketing, hope marketing, conviction marketing. I, the how to, I think we all, you, everyone does it. We see it, et cetera. The hope, we're salespeople, we're salespreneurs, we're small business owners. I have clients that I work with that sometimes will say, Hey, I don't have hope. I'm frustrated right now, right? Things aren't looking good, right? Or, or, the, or I have a sales rep that's like, hey, man, I am struggling and I'm not hitting my quota this month. Money's not looking good. Like, it is a tough time. What do you have to that person to say about their hope marketing strategy when they're struggling internally? 
So I love this. And there's a fine line. I am not someone who believes in making your mess your message while you're in your mess. So if you're in the middle of it, you're going through it. Just wait. But there is something to saying, hey, this is hard. That's okay. It's normal that this feels hard. Keep going, right? So I've just done some posts recently because a lot of business owners are struggling now. Things are not what they were a year and a half ago. It's harder to get leads. It's harder to get attention. It's harder to get people even in conversations. Sales isn't harder, but it's just harder to engage people right now. That is a reality. The world has changed dramatically in the last two and a half years. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. So that's real. It's not, it, I could say like, oh my gosh, the world's wonderful and great. It's, it's, it's the reality that there are hard things going on and I'm not the only one who's feeling it. So you can write content that's like, listen, the world's changed. Like it is not what it used to be. You know, we used to be able to turn on some Facebook ads for $6 a lead and just get a beautiful steady flow of leads coming in with zero effort, right? Those days are gone. So it's okay. Here's three things to do. And guess what? The real secret to winning is just to stay in the game because a lot of people now today, they're going to quit. It's Mm. just got, it was easy before and it just got hard. And a lot of people are about to get shuffled out because they can't handle it being hard. So guess what? If you're one of the people who can keep going. So in that sense, I literally wrote a post that was like, it's hard. Don't worry. Things are going to change. If you're one of those people who hangs in there, you're going to win. So I'm just inspiring them to keep going. You know, there, there's something to be said about just the journey you explained, right? I, I, like I look at what you just explained to me is the journey. I, you know, everybody knows who Gary V is, but did you know Gary V when he had wine library and had, you know, an audience of 20 people watching a, a wine show, right? I, I look at it in, in the terms of sharing that struggle. I know. I'll use my own brand as an example. I've, I've built my personal brand almost three years now. I've had incredible times. I've had times where I've wanted to quit. I've had times where, I mean, you name it. I, I've had people supporting me. I've had people, you know, bash me on social media. And every time that I struggle for me and, and catapulting this family, I hope, I hope you hear this because in that hope marketing, I, I've never reframed it as hope marketing, but what I would, what I've never heard of in that frame, but let me rephrase this. When I share vulnerabilities or struggles, it inspires somebody and they, they believe in you even more because to hear somebody who you, because social media makes us look like we haven't figured out. I mean, social media makes us look like we're perfect. That's not the case. So I love that. I love that you share that journey. And then you're talking about people quitting and giving up this, this world of building a personal brand to generate revenue. Is it's lonely. I don't know how else to say it. It's 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 a lonely world because my brand isn't the same as your brand. It's not the same as the person's brand next to us. We can collaborate, we can get ideas, but it gets lonely. So how do you like I mean, I guess how does someone stay motivated to continue this personal branding journey? And I guess motivation we could we could substitute that for how does someone automate this? Because personal branding is time consuming. Is there a shortcut here? Ooh, I am probably not going to like, you aren't going to like my answer. Fire I away. Don't, 
can. I don't think you can. So you can delegate some once you've really established yourself. So we have a CEO in our company, Kelly Roach. We write a lot of her content, but it all comes from her own videos, her podcast. She is still the IP behind Mm -hmm. the personal brand. Now, can a copywriter take a podcast and turn it into some great posts? course. Can, you know, they turn it into video clips for social media? Yes. Um, at the end of the day, it is your personal brand. It's not just like a sales tool right now. It's not just something that's going to grow your business now. It's not something that's just going to give you success right now. It's your legacy in 25 years, whatever you're building right now, that's what you're going to be remembered for. So you can't outsource that too much and you can't automate it too much. Now, what you can do is commit to creating some good meaty content once or twice a week, right? So for you, you've got a podcast. Uh, Some people do like a a live video show. Uh, Maybe you're a writer and you want to write a blog every week. Something that's meaty, that's, that's real, that's honest, and that's a little bit different. And then you repurpose that, right? So then you can give that to someone on your team and have them, you know, cut up the podcast video into 10 different video clips. You can have them um, write, take the blog and write, pull out 10 captions. You can do that, but I do think it's dangerous. And I was a copywriter. So before this role, I was a copywriter and, and you'd be surprised how many people give away their own intellectual property, which is your, which is so much a part of your brand. If you give that away, then you're not really building a personal brand. You're just building what someone's idea of you is. And so it's hard. I don't know that you can automate a ton. Um, it's discipline. And, you know, nobody likes to talk about this. Sorry, there's like a fly. Uh, nobody no. likes to talk about this in the real world. We just want to think everything is supposed to be easy and overnight. All of the sexy, fun marketing, it, it's all based on the same principles. It's just, you know, dressed up differently on a platform. You've got to just do the disciplined work of showing up. That's why I started with consistency and frequency, because it doesn't matter. If you go viral once, the entire world will forget you in two days if you don't create something new. And so you've got to commit to that. And it's not fun. It's just being disciplined. You know, I hear you say that and I'll I'll share the Catapult Commission's brand or my brand, Anthony Garcia. when I started putting out a weekly blog i understood what you said about the copywriters because i had interviewed copywriters that wanted to create copy on their own mm-hmm. and i'm like no what i want to do and 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 fun fact i'll share my secret i record four to eight minutes of me speaking about something and i source whatever needs to be sourced and my screen's full of things and it's and it, then that gets automated to the copywriter says okay here's anthony's thoughts we're going to share those. So that hits with me. But what hits with me more is there is no shortcut. And I, I love I love to hear you say that because, Danielle, what you just said is is true. It, it, and I feel like I'm getting a free coaching session here because I know in my own personal brand, I can tell mm-hmm. when I've over delegated something. Yep. Uh, and I can tell when there's things that I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing anymore. So like one of the biggest reliefs on my thing was, okay, I'm no longer going to find the podcast clips. Someone else is going to do that, but I will put on my calendar. You know what? I'm going to spend the 30 or 45 minutes, three days a week to engage, not to post just just because I want it to be me. I want my thoughts. I want, I want to know when, because not everybody responds right away. And I've, I've outsourced engagement, Mm -hmm. hidden a little Mm -hmm. no, no, but 
when you out, I've outsourced engagement and someone responds back, I'm like, I don't know where to pick this conversation back up. And that threw me off for a loop. It seemed like a good idea when I started it. Um, And I quickly realized I'm like, okay, I just need to, I just need to pencil this time on my calendar. So I love that there's no shortcut in this. Mm -hmm. Is there a mistake that people are making? So let's say they are committed to it. They are putting it in their calendar. They're, they're following this, um, how to uh, marketing, hope marketing, conviction marketing. What are some of the mistakes people are making when they're building these personal brands? Um, I think the biggest mistake I see now is they're just hopping on every trend. So there's a new dance on TikTok and you're, you know, 45 and you're an executive coach and you're dancing on TikTok. Like in my mind, it's like, this is your brand. Like, Now, again, if you are a YouTube star, if you are an influencer, if you are a dancer, like go do your thing. If it's just totally who you are and it's just, you can't, the music is in you and you just got to do it. That's one thing. But I see people and you, and we all see them and we're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, like that's not them. And we know it. And so because we think, Oh, this will get me more views. I'll get more likes. This will go viral. We do these things that are like ridiculous otherwise. And you know, you don't, you know, it's ridiculous because you don't want to show your best friend or your sister or your mom or your spouse because you know they're going to be like, what's up? If you have a teenager in your house, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a good test is like this really you. We don't have to hop on trends. When you leverage specifically the conviction part of marketing, when you really speak to what's wrong in the industry, so we're in the, the business coaching space. There's plenty wrong in that industry. Mm -hmm. People lie all the time. People tell you, hey, in one minute, you put one funnel up and you're going to make a million (laughs) dollars. It's all a lie. Like, it's so unreal. Nobody tells the story of like, no, you are going to hustle your face off for like 10 years and then you're going to make a million dollars. But whatever. So when we look at that landscape and we speak to those things, when we say like, listen, it's going to require a significant amount of work. People connect with that. We talk about business athletes. Like if you want to be successful in business, like you have to have an athlete's mindset. People don't just wake up one day and go to the Olympics. They train for years. They fall on their face. Nobody's applauding them. And then they get there, right? Nobody wants to do that side, right? Everybody wants the gold medal. What happens is everyone who's telling these people, one funnel, a million dollars, here's the deal. When that doesn't happen for them, they feel like something's wrong. They feel like they don't know what's going on. They're like, I must just be an idiot because it's not working for me. When you normalize this and say like, no, like doing business is going to take a lot more than that. And that's normal. And you have to develop that. It makes people think like, oh, I guess nothing's wrong with me. Like they're waiting for you to talk about those things. They're waiting for you to say the things that they feel in their heart. So you don't need to do the crazy dances. And and just because something goes viral doesn't mean it will have any impact on your business. Going viral in front of a million people that are not your ideal clients doesn't matter at all. So we just need to shift the narrative. I think that's the biggest mistake, like really understanding what is my goal? Who are my people? Who am I? Like, do I want to look back at this video in 10 years and be like, oh, what was I thinking? Or... Am I really, really, really speaking to the things that are kind of in my people's hearts? That they're just waiting for people to say. Mm. I love what you're saying about the trends and jumping on the most 
recent trend in posting and showing things. So I have, I have a question here and I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I have a challenging thought, but I, I guess I have a discussion point. At mm-hmm. what point do you separate your personal brand image online from business mm-hmm. to personal? Like I, I'll use myself for an example. I love, I mean, I'm a, my daughter is a competitive Taekwondo martial artist. Yeah. We travel, we travel the country. And so lately I've been like, Oh, I, I made a joke with, I'm like, I'm gonna work on my real editing techniques by posting, connecting your stuff. Why? Cause I post you all the time anyways, cause you're part of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I post my dogs at time and mm-hmm. I try to, I try to find myself, okay, what's on brand. Yeah. What's me. And yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I, I personally struggle with that at sometimes. Am I, am I always going to post catapult commission sales stuff? Like, no, but like, is it, if you follow me and you've got to know me, you're listening to the show, you, I, I, love, my, I love my dogs. I love, love my family. I enjoy quality tequila. Like there's things about me that I share. So I'm trying to figure out where does that fit in? So this is really a matter of preference. And okay. I, I, we all think there's a right answer. This is whatever you're comfortable with. Some people are very comfortable showing their family. And some people are like, you mentioned Gary Vee. Ne- has anyone ever seen his kids? He's no. one of the most famous people in our industry and mm-hmm. has a part of his life that he just has chosen not to show. Whereas like for my CEO, uh, she has a daughter and it's part of her brand. Like she wants people you know, specifically women in business to feel like they can be incredibly successful and a great parent. And so it's part of her brand, right? It's part of who she is. You get to make those decisions. If you want to show your dogs, show your dogs. If you're like, I don't want anybody to ever see my dogs, don't show your dogs. So (laughs) really and truly that's, you know, the baseline. What do you feel comfortable with? The second level is you get to create your brand. If you want a really professional brand, if you're talking to corporate, if you're really not coloring outside of any lines and who you're selling to, then your brand needs to follow suit. If you're working in a more entrepreneurial market and it's kind of a little bit of personal, a little bit mm-hmm. of business, and you that in, great. So once you figure out your preference, you got to think about who your market is. We have a marketing agency where we do a lot of more corporate style work and, and we do market it a little differently. Now, we still have a little SaaS. It's just a, like a little bit part of our brand, but it's it's not as blunt as maybe Kelly's personal brand is mm. or my personal brand would be. And so it's 100% up to you. We build the brands we want to build. And, and the more you build a brand in alignment with who you are and what you believe, the better, but you don't have to share everything with the world. You can keep whatever you want to keep to yourself and you can show whatever you want to show. Mm. I like that. I, I like just you, the ownership comes to you and the preference. And mm-hmm. it's almost like the old statement, like, how do I dress for this meeting? Dress like the person you're selling to, right? You, you want to, you know, it, there's, there's times where it's true. There's times where it's not true. I think it's more often truer than not. But it's the same thing. Like this is that's the beauty of the personal brand. Like, what is it that you want to do for for me? You know, outside of I mean, I don't I will not have a tie on in anything. I think for the rest of my career, like I I have to be honest, like there's zero chance I'm ever going to put a tie on again, whether I'm in a corporate client or not. I just that's not a compromise for me and my personal brand. So I look at some of those same convictions on what I'm going to share, family, spouse, kids, dog, fish, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. And, and I, I have learned in my own personal brand, when I share stuff about my stuff, about my life, that's non brand related. 
Mm-hmm. Meaning it's not about yeah. catapult commission. It's not about the sales thought leadership. I have clients that like, Hey man, I didn't know that, but like it, mm-hmm. some attract, I've lost a few. You mm-hmm. know what? It, it's, it's a decision that I'm comfortable with for my own. So I, I'm glad to hear your thoughts on that. Um, last question or two, cause we're going to run short on time here. This thing, I could go on for days here. How long does it take to build a successful, credible brand that mm-hmm. generates revenue? Yeah, this is like my favorite answer. And everyone who's ever worked with a music client knows this. Um, it depends. It depends on, um, how experienced are you in your industry? Like, are you starting a business, but you left a corporate job where you're very well connected and already respected? It's going to take not that long. Um, are you in your first year of corporate and you're trying to build a, a personal brand for your career? That's going to take a while. If you are, you know, someone who's never had a business and you're doing something brand new and you're all of a sudden like, Hey, all I'm here. This is what I'm doing. It's going to take a long time. So, um, I don't know that I have a time uh, limit. What I will say is when you show up frequently and consistently, if you show up every day on a social media platform for 90 days, you're going to be in a position where people are paying attention. If you do that for six months, more people are going to pay attention. So it just depends on what you're coming to the table with, uh, how committed you are. Are you doing the outbound communication, the engagement to grow? Because you can't just create good content. You got to get people to look at it. And then are you speaking directly to the people you need? Now, you can say, hey, I'm going to start my personal brand. I'm going to start posting today. You can post for two weeks and you can get someone on a call to make a sale. But to consistently generate income, you have to build trust. So it just depends how long it's going to take you to build trust. If I go to your LinkedIn profile and I've got all these big companies you used to work for, I'm going to be like, automatically, right or wrong, I'm not saying it's right. It's just a thing. I'm going to be like, oh, that person must know something. So I'm going to pay more attention than someone who's got like, just graduated yesterday. You know? So it just depends what you're coming to the table with. But Mm. nothing will speed up the process more than consistency and frequency. So. Get in there and do it every day. Consistency and frequency, right? That's in the world of personal branding. That's like when you go to the the trainer, you're like, hey, I want to get thin. Well, cut out the fatty foods and don't drink as much alcohol. You're like, oh man, that's how you do it? Really? Yes. So I love it. I love it. Well, Danielle, I appreciate this this conversation. I I have to ask you on air. Can I get you back in a couple months? I I have a bazillion more questions, and I could turn a, a thirty minute show to three hours today. So I have tons of stuff for you. But for the Catapult Commissions family, how do they learn more about you? How do they get connected to you? Where where do people find you? All that fun stuff. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's where I hang out, uh, Danielle Savalios, and. It's hard to spell, C-E-V-A-L-L-O-S. Um, but we also have... So my CEO that I work for, she wrote a book called Conviction Marketing. And you can get that on Amazon. And it's a, it really walks you through everything we talked about today. So um, in much more depth. So you can grab that book as well. Awesome. Catapult Commissions family. We will have those links in the show notes. So you'll definitely be able to get connected there. You know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment. Be sure to tell us your thoughts. Message me. Let me know your struggles with your personal brand. Let me know what your thoughts on on the marketing strategies that we learned from Danielle today. I'd love to hear from you guys. Be sure to go get connected with her. Find her on LinkedIn. We'll put all those links. I will see you next week.
Catapulting Commission's family, that does it for today's episode. If you found some value, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified of new episodes. If you want to see the video portion of this podcast, head over to YouTube and look up Catapulting Commission's podcast. Finally, if you want a free copy of Catapulting Commission's, be sure to text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Again, text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.